This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black, Married, and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And man, we got a special guest uh, today on the podcast. Uh, If you follow anything in the barber industry, you'll know this name once I tell you it. But uh, I'm going to tell you a little background about this gentleman who's on with us today. He owns the Rich Barber Studios in Sacramento and in West Hollywood. He is the creator of multiple products that barbers all all across the country are using to enhance their business. And uh, this gentleman is the creator of the Rich Barber Method. He has uh, taught thousands of barbers across the country on how to to keep clients and how to charge more. You know what I'm saying? Because we want to encourage everyone here on our platform to, to earn money, save, invest, and do those great things. So I'm just excited to have Chuka Torres on the show with us. Chuka, what's going on, man? What's up? Happy to be here, man. Appreciate yeah. it, brother. So, Chuka, um, if you can, we want to go back into your background. If you could tell our listeners a little bit about your background, you could go as far back as you want. Uh, okay. and just tell us how you got to where you are today. Okay, y'all want that's going to be a long story. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so, you know, just to kind of uh, shorten it up, you know, I'm originally from Sacramento, California, just like uh, you two. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, as far as, um, you know, my my backstory, I just, you know, grew up in an Alkali Flat neighborhood of downtown, uh, really just uh, on this block. You know, it was uh, 10th and E, 10th and D, and Zapata Park. And it was a neighborhood that was just, you know, active, you know, active neighborhood. And, um, you know, uh, just like every other, you know, urban kid, you know, in the ghetto hood or whatever, you know, I, I had hoop dreams. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the reason why, you know, was because in between the apartment complexes on my block, there was a park and had a basketball court. So I started playing basketball real young and just, you know, that was my passion. That was my love. And I, I, I gave like all my attention to it, you know, and I always saw myself with a certain lifestyle and playing the NBA or, you know, professional basketball and making a living from that. And, uh, you know, we grew up real poor in poverty. Uh, My mom was a single mom on welfare. Um, You know, it was just struggle. We didn't have food at times at the end of the month. And just like, we didn't have in the house. It was just struggle, you know what I mean? And I never accepted that. I never uh, liked it. I always like hated poverty. You know, and, and, and it was a, a thing that I just didn't understand why I was born in it, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it, it was so tough um, growing up. But, you know, my mom, you know, she, you know, my genera- you know, my father is from Nigeria. 
Okay. And so he uh, was going to school out here. He met my mom, and uh, you know, he had uh, my mom had me, and then had my uh, sister. But then uh, his father died in Nigeria, so he went back. You know, and uh, you know, he was young at the time. I think he was like 22 and stuff. So you know, as I'm older now, I understand to a certain extent. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, my mom, you know, had four kids. You know, my brother at 17, me at 19. My sister at like 22, my younger brother at like 20, you know, maybe 20, I don't know, it was just close, right? Four kids and she didn't have no education. She didn't have a high school diploma, you know, she got her GED later, but um, you know, but one thing she just really instilled in us and taught us was just how to survive on our own. And she just always, I mean, I can go back and think about when I was like, you know, five years old and I'm just doing shit that I'm like, you know, kids won't do nowadays, right? Like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and I can, I, I heard a voice always like, you know, you need to learn how to survive. You need to learn how to survive on your own and be strong because, you know, I might not always be here. And uh, so, you know, at a young age, you really just had this uh, instinct of just really survival and, and uh, also had like an instinct of just ability to take risk, you know? And, and um, I felt like my whole life, I've kind of been on a mission because like, like I said, growing up in poverty, feeling that, that, uh, that struggle, you know, and, and at that level. And, um, you know, I always, you know, been on a mission to, to come out of that, you know? And then, uh, you know, there was times that I, I realized, you know, on your way up, you get glimpses of, you know, maybe having something or, or, or you know, kind of coming out of this poverty. It's really a consciousness that you got to beat, you know? And, and uh, you know, at, on your way up, you know, you think you beat it, but then, you know, certain things might ignite it again, right? But, you know, I never wanted something that I could uh, lose. Eventually, I, I realized, like, all this shit come and go. But, you know, how how do I, like, is there such thing of, uh, as something, as a power or something where I could just literally, like, it's my nature, right? And I don't have to so much be uh, controlled by the, uh, you know, the, the, the waves and emotions of, uh, you know, when it comes to money and how it, you know, uh, works in this objective world, right? So, um, you know, that's where like the rich barber really stems from because uh, it's more of a mindset. It's more of a, a, a concept of self, a form of being that you really take upon and embody to, real, to, to really manifest the things you want in your life. So it's not something someone could take from you, you know? And, uh, you know, that, that really uh, was what I was always searching for, you know, uh, a power within or without that would, uh, you know, allow me to, uh, you know, uh, you know, beat poverty and, and beat any obstacles in my life that, you know, I uh, come up against. So uh, that, that I guess, you know, that's kind of like my background, what kind of inspired me to do the Rich Barber. But, as, you know, I, when I, my basketball dreams, you know, when I lost those and I lost those because, you know, I was in college, but I literally didn't do nothing. In school. I didn't learn nothing in school. Right. The only thing I learned how to do was cheat, right? And that's why, <laughs> you know, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Because <laughs> I didn't, I literally, like didn't learn nothing in school. And the only reason I went to school was to play basketball, you know, and to uh, eat lunch, you know, right. breakfast. But if it, if they didn't have that, I had no reason to go to school. Um, but, you know, uh, when I uh, graduated from high school and, and went to uh, Sac City College, you know, I was planning on playing basketball there and I wanted to go, you know, to a four year college and play hoop there, but um, got in some trouble there and went away for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, you come out with a felony strike on your record and, you know, now you're kind of, you know, trying to figure things out again, you know, and I drifted for a little bit, but, you know, I, I ended up getting married real young at 22 and I had my daughter 
um, at uh, 22 also, I think. And then, uh, you know, um, from there, you know, I, I always had this haircutting thing that I could do. I started cutting my hair at 10 years old. Like I said, we, we grew up in poverty. My mom couldn't afford haircuts. I wanted to look like the Fresh Prince. I didn't want to have Afro. So, um, uh, you know, I, I uh, it was something I just, I never promoted, I never talked about, you know, I'm single purpose person. Like I, I want what I want and I don't want plan B, right? But, you know, uh, plan B ended up turning to plan A because it was like something I actually had a passion for and I enjoyed and I saw the opportunity in it. And definitely barbering was not the industry that it is today. And I don't even think you could call it an industry back then. Right? Right. It was just barbering. But, uh, you know, we definitely had, you know, was able to contribute, you know, um, what we have to the industry to help it elevate and grow. And uh, at 24, I got my barber license and then, um, you know, I uh, started cutting hair in the shop. And then from there, you know, the vision of the rich barber came, the idea of that. But it was first the concept of self. Like I said, the rich barber was actually me moving into that state. But then also, too, I started a, a brand from it and, and taught, you know, those principles. So there's like principles behind that. And then the Rich Barber method, like, you know, is the uh, the model the, uh, around that mindset on how to really like navigate the barber industry or any industry, like you said. I mean, it really does go into multiple industries, no matter what you do. I mean, it's, it's mindsets, right? So it's definitely transferable. And, uh, you know, the barbershops are definitely, uh, you know, the, the ground floor manifestation of this idea. So they could, people can experience that in the physical form at the barbershops. And then we also have, of course, the products I've invented um, that do really well. And then um, also we're moving in the men's room and stuff like that. So um, there's multiple moving parts, but uh, it all comes together under one idea, the rich barber. Man, that's 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 a great story. And I think what's going to resonate with, with a lot of our listeners, Chuka, is that... Uh, like how you said the mindset that's what we preach a lot it's like the mindset is what will take you from where you are to where you want to be and it, it seems yeah. like with you that's exactly what happened and you were able to create a brand man so i think that's that's dope yeah and let me piggyback off that marcus because you mentioned the mindset but it's not just the mindset you took specific actions right. and so can you talk to us about some of the actions that took you from being the typical barber to um, the, the rich barber? You know, the actions are, I mean, so you, you, number one, it, if, if you're not really like in love with what you want and what you desire, like if you don't come from that emotional state, the actions mostly ain't gonna happen, right? So, I mean, you gotta really, number one, be in tune with yourself and know your nature and know what you truly desire. And I tell people all the time that I've always wanted to be rich. You know what I mean, not not just in I mean in monetary form and spiritually, I always wanted to be rich. It was nothing. No one had to sell me the idea or nothing. I always wanted to be rich, and I always wanted to have a certain type of lifestyle. And number two, I always wanted to live the certain type of life. And uh, you know, I tell people, you know, all the time, like you know, not all the time, but you know, people that are close to me, like this is the life I've always wanted, right? So you know, I wanted this, and I was clear on that. It was it was truly you know, was birthed inside of me or whatever that helped birth it, whether my circumstances or whatever. But, you know, I think you want to really, you know, just know what that is because that's going to feel that action, right? If I have to sell someone on wanting something, it's not going to last. I tell people all the time, I said, you know, I don't try to sell barbers to come work in this barbershop. I'll sell you a product because we can do the transaction and it's over with. But if I try to sell you, you're going to go back to your nature eventually. Right because you don't really want it. Right. So um, I think really knowing what you truly, truly want. And I think if you can go back to your younger days, you know, and that's one thing I've realized as an entrepreneur is that 
And as I get older, I'm like, damn, shit, this shit's always been there. It's really been a lifetime in the making. And if you can get in line with that natural nature that you've had when you were young and really just, you gotta have faith. You gotta put the faith with that. Because you gotta remember the world is trying to, you know, turn you into what they want to turn you into. So I think really you, you gotta have the faith. And then when you have the faith and you and you clear on what you want, then uh, you, you want to have a system and uh, I remember Napoleon Hill said, you know, he said, you can't take control of your mind without a system. And the reason you need a system is because you got multiple systems that's already trying to grab your attention, right? So you really gotta have a system to really take control of your mind because, you know, especially when you're doing it for the first time, most people don't really take full control of their mind, you know, ever in their lives, right? So if you're doing it for the first time, I mean, you definitely need to have an environment set up and uh, you definitely need to have certain type of affirmations that you would do, you know, visualization. You got to have a system to stick with it and reprogram yourself into this new person because if you don't do that, you know, the systems that's designed around you are going to win, you know? And, and literally, like, when things really click for me, like, I'm a very extreme person. I, I polarize one end or the other. It ain't no what lukewarm right. with me. So I was able to look back at my life and definitely see the contrast of you know, and see who I was at that time and, and, and the things that, you know, manifested from that state of mind, right? Or that consciousness or whatever. So, um, you know, you would want, you, you want to uh, set up a system. And then from that system, you want to, you know, make sure you get in the habit of following that system until things really start to change for you. Because a lot of times people want to always know. And I always quote, uh, one of my favorite quotes is um, by Shakespeare. And it's from uh, one of his uh plays or whatever you want to call it you know the books but it's uh it was from him you know and it, it says you know if to do were as easy as to know what we're good to do chapels have been churches and poor men's cottages princes palaces it's a good divine who follows his own instruction i could easily teach 20 what were good to be done or then to be one of the 20 that follow my own teachings and what's that saying is that it's easy to know it's so hard to do everybody know what to do but if, if it was as easy as to do, to do as it is to know, then we'll all be kings. Chapels have been churches and poor men's cottages will be princes' palaces, but that's not the case. Right. You know what I mean? So it's very important to know, like, before I try to teach anybody anything, and I talk about this in my book, I wanted to live it myself, right? I want to actually do it. I'm, before I go try to teach 20 what we're good to be done, I'm going to follow my own instruction because it's harder to do that than to teach 20. And we live in an age that where everybody's trying to teach and they ain't done it yet. Thank you. Right? <laughs> I ain't done it yet. Yeah. And if you ain't got the fruit and the manifestation of it, then I don't want to hear what you got to say. Right. You know what I mean? Because you ain't you ain't done it. And it's a whole different thing when you actually experienced it. And that's the thing. Like, you know, knowledge, you can get the knowledge, but get the experience, you got the wisdom now. Mm -hmm. Right? And and um, so for me, it's like, man, you know, know what you really want, your nature. I mean, go back to your childhood before you got, you know, taught and, and, and you were being, uh, you know, you were being formed a certain type of product to be as, you know, part of this society in a certain type of way that was already planned for you. And then number two, you know, you want to make sure you, you put the faith behind it because you got to remember you're going against society, you're going against your circumstances, you're going against everything you built up up to that time where you took that conscious awareness to want to redefine your future and your destiny because you got to think if I spent 30 some years uh, in a certain state of mind, I attracted everything around me accordingly in harmony with that state of mind. So as soon as I try to change that state of mind, all these forces are working for the old Chuka, not the new Chuka, right? So um, you gotta have faith to really, you know, execute on that. And then number uh, three is that um, you, you wanna have a system so that you can, you know, be more, uh, so the system can hold you accountable. Man, that's, 
a lot of meat on that yes if you're listening you're gonna have to go back and rewind the last few minutes and just play it again yeah real talk this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This is brought to you by the Black Married and Debt Free Masterclass. Get out of debt and start building wealth. In this masterclass, you will learn our five-step strategy to accelerate your path to financial freedom. We also break down the true key to building wealth. And these are the same strategies we use to go from six-figure debt to a six-figure net worth. You'll get access to nearly an hour and a half of on-demand video, a debt-free payoff calculator, fillable cash flow statement, and a 30-minute coaching consultation with me and Shira. Enroll in our Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Masterclass. The link's in the description below. Can't wait to see you there. So now, Chuka, can you break down, with your success, how much has mentorship played a role in your success uh because a lot of people say well i might need some i might need to see somebody doing it before i can you know get to that point where i believe i can do it myself has has a you ever connected with mentors or has that played a role in your success well, no, I, I think mentorship is so important and it's crazy because i was thinking about this whole concept today mentorship or coaches i mean you know it's uh uh I was working, I go to this new gym, right? And this new gym is like, literally, this is the first time. I started going here because they shut down all the other gyms. And this one was outdoor. But this one they have like, it's, it's like sessions. It's like they have coaches there and you go and you uh, you work out with like six other people. You got your own like station though. And they have the workout plan for you. And each month they change the blocks and everything and stuff like that. And, and the coaches make sure you do it right. Right. You know what I mean? They're expensive. But prior to that, I always worked out on my own and I just did it the way I wanted to do it, right? But then like today, like, you know, they're like correcting me on things and they've been correct. And I'm like, man, like, you know, I get way better workouts and I feel like I'm doing it right. And I can feel the difference when, you know, the the, the strain on the muscle when I, uh, as far as like, you know, building the muscle, when they get me in the right technique, right? There's a difference. And I was like, well, like, you know, I'm not an expert at everything. And I think knowing um, there's a concept that we use in Strategic Coach, which is uh, was created by Dan Sullivan, who coaches successful entrepreneurs. He's been doing it for so long. It's called Unique Ability. And he says, you know, you got to know what your unique ability is. You got to know what your genius is, right? My genius isn't everything that entrepreneurship and business consists of. It's not. I ha- I know what my genius is, right? So, um, but, you know, I've had, uh, you know, uh, solid mentors, uh, in Sacramento that have uh, really, uh, man, gave me some solid game, you know, that really, uh, you know, uh, had experienced some things already that, you know, let me know what's up. And sometimes it's more of a like, you know, it's like a hint, hint. It's not like telling me, you know, um, because, you know, some things you got to go through yourself, right? But you can catch it early, you know, at an early stage before it's really detrimental to success. But, you know, like, for instance, Chris Johnson, um, who is an entrepreneur in Sacramento. And yeah, shout out I to Chris Johnson. Chris. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Chris. Him. Yeah, yeah. So he, like, Chris was, uh, I first met Chris at the Boys and Girls Club downtown. He worked, he was the coach there and he ran the, uh, the gym and we used to be in there hooping all the time and he coached us there. And, uh, you know, Chris was already on his, like, you know, he was already 
on his entrepreneurship, you know, young age and, and he would throw like parties. But, you know, uh, I remember like, for instance, when I invented my first product, he, you know, had already done one. So he had to, you know, this where you need to, you know, you need to do a provisional patent. Uh, he had to resource the uh, intellectual property attorney who I still use today, right? And, and there was this website that he uh, told me about where I could find someone to manufacture my product, right? So, um, you know, uh, you know, people that experienced it before, like if you can add that to your genius, it's a powerful thing. And, and, and you got to understand that like, like, you know, it's a collaboration effort when it comes to, you know, business, a team effort. So uh, Chris, like I've known Chris for a long time and, uh, and uh, man, you know, we're very close. We, we speak often and check in with each other and, uh, you know, share game, you know, on different things. And then same thing with like Scott Syfax, who's also a, uh, um, from Sacramento and uh, Scott's like I call him Morpheus you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he don't tell me what to do but he kind of like gives me a story he's like two guys I remember and one time this happened bam 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 and then next thing you know I'm living that story I'm like that's what he was trying to tell me right <laughs> right right so um so yeah I, I, uh, mentorship is, is important because on this road to um, you know wanting to you know not everybody if we're looking for success, if we want a certain type of financial freedom and stuff like that, everybody doesn't get it and everybody's not seeking it and everybody's not taking the proper action to get it, right? So you gotta really find that mastermind group that you trust that's experienced in doing it and uh, and bring that into um, uh, some organized effort in some type of way so that you can really you know accomplish something on a big scale, higher level than most. Yeah, so one of the questions that we want to ask is, you are a successful entrepreneur and I'm sure that you've come in contact with many entrepreneurs through the years. So what are some differences between the two? Like what makes one person succeed and another fail, just in your opinion? Um, it's, I think it's the ability to deal with risk and, um, and it, it ultimately comes down to faith and persistence. Mm. You know, it, everybody damn near comes close to losing. They'll probably lose it. Like it, it's, it's so hard that I feel like, um, for, let me, so there's always this kind of thing where someone's like, are entrepreneurs born or are they kind of created right. or made, right? Right. And I, and I remember when I first started learning certain, learning certain things or just, you know, going on my entrepreneur journey, I, I used to tell everybody to just be an entrepreneur, start a business. And then as I started going through the shit, I'm like, this ain't for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't try to push it on nobody. Right. I'm not gonna put that, put that curse on nobody. Right. <laughs> no, but uh, so it was like, um, but then, like, but then I was still kind of like, you know, kind of had my own ideas about this uh, whole thing. And then, um, like I said, uh, Dan Sullivan, whose uh, program I was in for a year, uh, called Strategic Coach. Uh, this guy is an amazing thinker, and he provides thinking models for, for I mean, for uh, entrepreneurs. Mm. And so, um, you know, and one, one time in one of the uh, workshops, someone asked him, you know, and he's been coaching entrepreneurs for years, you wow. know, and, and, and he only coaches like successful ones. So he was like, you know, they asked him, you know, are entrepreneurs like made or are they born? He said he believes they're made. I mean, mm -hmm. they're born. He believes entrepreneurs are born and they're born with certain instincts. And it's this ability to take certain risks, right. you know? And so the thing is the entrepreneur is naturally going to take risks and, um, so therefore, like, you have to be able to, you know, have faith and persistence because, um, 
you know, it's it's in the um, you taking you going into the unknown, mm-hmm. and everybody can't really deal with that type of unknown pressure and stuff like that, and that type of level of risk. And and when he said that, it kind of solidified that in me. I was like, man, I, I I lean more toward that because I could go back to when I was a child and I was a dangerous kid <laughs> taking risks. That and I used to think I was just kind of. Sometimes I'll, I'll be like, man, am I stupid? Because I'm the only one doing this stupid <laughs> shit, right? Or believing that I can do it, or right. believing in myself and having the faith that, like, you know, whether it's pulling the stunt on a bike as a kid, mm-hmm. or doing some type of hitting the lick as a young, like, whatever it was like, man, you know. But whatever, I always believe that I'm gonna get to my end that yeah. I'm looking for, that I'm a, that that's gonna happen for me. So, um, so yeah, you think you're crazy as an entrepreneur when everybody was buying houses when I was taking my money and, and trying to losing it on all my entrepreneur ventures i'm like man am i stupid (laughs) but it's like you know this is what i do this is my instinct right and and this is where i get my thrill out of life and 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 i I don't really you know it's calculated but you got to go through the you know experience too to really actually you know get fine-tune those calculations but um but yeah i think uh you you got to be able to take risk and if you're scary then i don't think you need to try to go at that but you know, you can uh, align yourself with someone, you know, and I think having those two, the manager, the one that's more uh, conservative mm. with the person that's kind of the risk taker, that's power. Right. And I think, you know, everybody needs to know, that's why it's so important to know who you are and every, the, the, the idea of an entrepreneur soul all the time on, you know, self-made entrepreneur, boss, every, it's all sold now. Yeah. So I'm like, did y'all even want to be entrepreneurs if it wasn't sold to you, right? <laughs> right, right. And if we're going to talk about entrepreneur, let's define it so that we're clear on what my definition is. And, and I, I use the definition of uh, John Baptiste, who was a French uh, economist in the 1700s, 1800s. And he said, basically what he said is like, you know, an entrepreneur is someone who t- shifts resources from a lower level of like productivity, yield, efficiently efficiency to a higher level of productivity a higher yield and like a higher level of efficiency so we're not just talking about buy low sell high anybody can do that right but if you can design or create a, a more efficient and productive way to buy low and sell high then you're adding more like an innovation aspect to what already is right, right. but taking things from a lower level and shifting them to a higher level and higher and higher level that to me is an entrepreneur gotcha. not someone that just uh, buy the product low and sells it high. Gotcha. Right? Everybody can do that nowadays, and I don't think that's going to be sustainable in the future or even now. Yeah, that's big, man. Because like how you said, that's the wave right now. Everybody's an entrepreneur, everybody's self-made. Yeah. But I think that definition you laid out will help a lot of people. So that's that's wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, so so Chuka, man, we just a couple more questions, man. We really appreciate all all this, man. So. What is your message, and you kind of touched on it, but what message do you have uh, within your Rich Barber Method for, for the everyday entrepreneur? Like what, like what do you want people to get out of your book, out of your, your strategy, your philosophy? Um, if, if you could break it down to, to us here in a, you know. Uh, I think it, it all comes down to the power of an idea. And the power of the idea is your concept itself, right? And, um, and so I, I think like you know it all relates to the if you take out the clipper stuff you know if you take out the barber stuff it is just transferable to anybody right and you know you so but more so i think it starts with a a, a new concept of self you know and uh when you have that new con you know we think from our ideas 
So a new concept itself will produce new ideas, which will produce, you know, new thinking, right? So, um, you know, if, if you can grasp that and understand what I mean by that, then, uh, you know, you'll see your life change. You know what I mean? By having a new concept of self, new concept of the world, you know, that produces new ideas that will produce new ways of thinking and, and, and that will ultimately produce a new reality for you. Man, that's it. That's it right there. Well, Chuga, man, we're going to let you go. Uh, well, I do want to say this, man. Um, we want to celebrate you and what you have done coming from our area, man. Uh, I don't think uh, we celebrate people enough, but you have done some great things, man, for the community uh, with your not only with your teaching, but with uh, the quality of product that you provide, man. Your your shop is amazing out here in Sacramento. All your barbers are world-class. So, man, we want to thank you for uh, everything you're doing for the community, especially coming out of Sac Sacramento. Um, and also, if you can, let our listeners know where they can get your product, where they can, you know, connect with you, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, I'm mostly active on... Uh Instagram, so you can, my, my personal page is Chuka the Barber. And then uh, we also have uh, the Rich Barber, the brand page. So uh, you can connect with us there too. We have the Rich Barber Hair Studio page. And then uh, also have, I'm on YouTube, so you can find me on YouTube. And uh, we're getting back active with uh, a lot of like, you know, I know you guys reached out, you know, for a while and it just yeah. hasn't been able to really. <laughs> I know, know you're busy, now, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now, like, uh, you know, we, we got the certain, we got the infrastructure in place. We got certain things together. So, you know, I'm moving more into this space. So, um, it'd be dope for y'all to connect and, uh, you know, and we can go do this journey together and uh, fine. So, just, you know, whether it's YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, we all there. Rich Barber and Cheaper the Barber, we all there. Absolutely. And then, as far as the products and uh, book and stuff, you can find uh, the products on therichbarber.com. The book is there too, and then you also get it from uh, Amazon. Cool. So y'all go go get that. Go get that book. It's gonna help you no matter what industry you're in, uh, what level of entrepreneurship you're in. Definitely get that book. Chuka, thank you, man. Appreciate your time. Yes. Thank Shire, you any so last much. questions? Let me ask. Them. No, that was good? good. This this is a this is a lot. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> this is good. So man, have a blessed uh, rest of your weekend, and uh, you too. You I'll too. let you later. All right, y'all.